Hello everyone, are we ready? We are live uh, with JimmyWatsonPodcast.com. I, I uh, appreciate everyone showing up tonight. Uh, this is kind of a sombering uh, episode because of the state uh, that our country is currently in as I adjust my screen. I apologize. We're just starting out and uh, we're still getting some of the, the the more technical issues out of the way, some of my least favorite stuff. Um, please go to tellme.io if you're joining from uh, Twitch, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, everything. We are uh, we are live, and we're going about to go live right now in TikTok. And I hope that whoever's watching understands that this is an unbelievably tumultuous time in our history and possibly, quite possibly, the catalyst, uh, this Afghanistan, the catalyst of something uh, fearsome and very bad. Uh, I'm about to have lost connection here on uh, TikTok, but that's no big deal. If you hang with me, for a while here, we're going to uh, get back on TikTok. Well, let's see. Reese, we are going to have to uh, stop right now. Let's go ahead and stop the recording. And we are going to have to pick this up again. Because my connection is so bad. Okay. Okay, let's go. To, let's do this again. You know, life's about trying, failing, losing connections, and then just what do you do? You just get back up and go at it again. So we're restarting the phone. I lost connection, so I can't do the live TikTok. But we're going to speak about some crazy stuff. You know, this is America's biggest news, probably. in the last decade. And it's just happening right now as we speak under our nose. But it's been happening, and I'm not texting now, I swear. It's been happening uh, for a long time, hasn't it? And we've been uh, sort of blind. Uh, three. Two. All right, we're going live for the second time. I swear, it's not a lie this time. We're going live. All right. Okay. Well, I promise, if you do hang on, you're in for a very, very wild ride tonight. Now, we are live uh, on uh, the TikTok. And as people show up, I, I, I want to wait. Till we, we get a lot of people on. It's saying we have 70,000 viewers right now. Uh, I'm sorry, 70,000. And I really want everybody to get a piece of this tonight because it's so, it's such an important thing. You know, I, I like to laugh and joke around a lot in my podcast and TikTok. And, and if you haven't picked up on a satire or whatever you want to call it, uh, it's very, very, very important you understand. Like, 
I kind of emulate Napoleon's famous quote, uh, we must laugh at man to avoid crying for him. And what I mean by that is that often our warriors, our, our people that are hurting the most, our people that have gone through the most, you kind of got to make a joke out of life. Sometimes you just got to stop and look in the mirror and just laugh it off. Like there was a, a great emperor that said that once. I can't remember who he is. Uh, and, but he said, sometimes you must pause and just laugh. Sometimes you just got to laugh. Have you ever done that? Have you ever messed up so bad in life? Hey, you just stopped and go, man, dude, I blew that one. I absolutely blew that one. So I'm going to do just a little bit of announcing here. I'm going to do a little call outs and shout outs. If everybody wants to just start saying, yo, their their states, touch point. If you don't know what touch point is, I beg of you, it's probably the most important thing that you've ever heard in your life. You know, um, it's probably the most important thing that you could ever do in your life besides knowing God, Yahweh, Jesus, is understanding what touch point means because it's something, it means something else for everybody. But if you don't know what it means and you want to join this train, the train is still in the station. We haven't ran over anybody, thank God, because it really hasn't left the station yet. God forbid it leaves the station soon, okay? But I want everybody. See, Tyler Play says, I want to join so bad. Tyler, you have just joined. I, I want you to know that all you had to do was say the words, and you have just joined the amazing train, and it's about to take off. And I hope and pray that everybody watching this live from, from YouTube, Instagram, all these crazy channels I never was allowed to have in the SEALs. Man, no wonder they don't let SEALs have social media. Well, no wonder, right? I mean, look at this guy now. I'm, I'm crazy, right? No wonder. Give a, give a SEAL a mic and give him a little platform. Forget it. Crazy stuff. Tomahawk, Mohawk, Touchpoint. Chew, chew. Purple, purple word, touch point. I've been with you, brother, and ready. Dumpster Dave, I swear I met you in a dumpster somewhere. I don't know where it was. Was it outside of Danny's and Coronado, that seal bar? I swear, man, I've met you before. But I appreciate you for joining. And if you don't know me, uh, I would love you to meet me. Uh, you're in for a wild ride, maybe a little PTSD for meeting me. But, but hey, we all got that, right? So go to tellmystory.io. Go to tellmystory.io. It's for you. It's for me. It's for us to come together, okay? I want to define reality tonight, and we're still having people just flow in here, and I'm just so happy about that. Purple Work has been touched. Touch point. What's your podcast name? JimmyWatsonPodcast.com. Go to tellmystory.io. And you can get all the great stuff there. And I'm uploading videos every day. And, you know, I really sincerely pray about stuff. I don't that they plan for every contingency. They obviously would not because there are 10 to 15,000 Americans behind Taliban checkpoints. My office has been in direct contact with hundreds of these people who have the heart of the State Department, who cannot get to the airport in Kabul because the Taliban have checkpoints all over the roads and control all access to it. And Joe Biden's administration won't even commit to stay in Afghanistan to secure that airport for two more weeks to get.
Because if you stare at him, believe it or not, if I'm staring at you across the room and you're not looking at me, you're going to know that I'm staring at you. I, I, you're going to go like this. Wait, some guy with a mohawk with a strange scar on his neck and his head are is, is looking at me. And you're going to look and I'm going to be looking at you and be like, oh, hey, buddy, that's not a weapon. I, I was just, going, just, just kidding. So you don't want to look at anybody before the attack. Think about that. Okay. Now that doesn't go on a head and head. That doesn't go for like a, a, a something that, that that is borderline. Your your conversational. That's most attacks happen in borderline conversation. It's already borderline. You're like, hey, bro, why why are you disrespecting me and the, my old lady? Like, why'd you just do that? Oh, he pulls out a knife and then you know something bad. You know what I mean? Uh, very very few 
statistically, uh, uh, blitz attacks don't happen uh, unless you're in prison, but even those are borderline and they're calculated, okay? And um, uh, don't bring a don't bring a knife to a gunfire, okay? What's up, T? Uh, what's up, Ty? How you doing, man? You're you're cool. What's buds? What buds class were you in? I was in two eight two. Now I know a lot of you have heard that already. I started in two eight two and ended in two eight three. I didn't know there was an NEC zero five two zero. I saw that today on my record. All I know is I was two NECs in 5323 and 5326. One's a SEAL and one's a, a SEAL uh, SDV operator. Okay, and the little mini subs, you know. Anyways, we're going to talk about that. Look, here's the podcast. America is, is the biggest news in America right now is the Afghanistan. What's up, North Carolina? We'll do a shout out at the end for all the states, man. What's up? One person said he was living in my wall yesterday. It's weird. Anyways, uh, defo let's define reality right now. America has been sleeping. Okay, we've been in a slumber. Okay, and 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 now America, especially in light of the recent event, this Afghanistan catastrophe, this sudden yanking off of the band aid that Biden did, and now everybody's going, oh my gosh, what has happened? It's America is the biggest news in America. Afghanistan is the biggest news in America right now, okay? Afghanistan is the absolute biggest news. Listen, just because you're a Navy SEAL or a news reporter or whoever you watch, doesn't mean they have a right to speak about something with authority. Now, I am going to lay out my credentials tonight because I think it's important, especially if you're just joining me, you don't know the Tatanka, Purple Work, or Touchpoint, that uh, it's important that you understand my credentials so that you can be at ease a, a tiny bit and, and know that, like, at least what I'm saying, I was there for quite a while, okay? Now, I was in Iraq, Baghdad, much longer than Afghanistan, but I probably have, I calculated tonight, uh, two whole cumulative, uh, uh, I have two whole um, years uh, in Afghanistan. That's what I'm trying to say. So, um, you know, at different times. It's like you go out in the sun for 15 minutes, you go out in the sun for 30 minutes, you go out in the sun for two hours, sprackling during the day. Well, you just got like three, three hours, whatever, of, of sun. So that's that's my that's my story. Um, I was in the Marine Corps on the USS Peleliu uh, when 9/11 happened. I was probably the number seventh guy on the ground as far as Marines go who took Camp Rhino in uh, southern Kandahar, and then we pushed up north. Okay, uh, we ended up in uh, El, uh, uh, Helmand Province. Uh, Helmand Province, uh, Genghis, Chong, uh, Genghis Kong put Helmand Province to the sword. Uh, er, you know, uh, Alexander the Great wintered his army in Afghanistan. We are not the first ones. In fact, Alexander the Great wintered his army in Afghanistan. And I'm going somewhere here. Now, something in common with all the empires I'm about to list to you. They all have empire uh, as the as the second or last word of their, their title. So you have 
You have Alexander, the great, the, the Macedon Empire. You have the Persian Empire that went through there. Okay. You have the Mongol, the Mongolians that went through there. Chinggis Khan and his, and his man, uh, you know, slaughter of the people. Uh, he actually put him. Uh, you have um, uh, the British uh, Empire. And then you have, and you actually have several others in between there, the little ones. But then you have the Russians that went through there. And then finally you have America. One commonality in all these groups is this, is that we all fled at a certain point. We all broke contact, left that place, and left all of our stuff behind. In fact, um, I saw a lot of like Chinese or super Asian um, um, it was very heavy, uh, Asiatic people, like, like Mongolian style looking people there. And I was like, why is this? I thought this was Afghanistan, but you had a lot of those attributes. Like they look like a very heavy in, in, in the Asian. Um, um, and so, so, and then you had a lot of the Afghans that, that had red hair and blue eyes. And what I'm trying to tell you is this, is that. We're talking thousands of years of, of, of other countries trying to occupy a country that's unoccupiable. I mentioned this before. Sun Tzu said that you simply, you must have an exit strategy uh, or you're going to lose the battle. You have already lost the battle if you do not have an exit strategy. Okay? Look. Look. Look at the problems that we've had in Afghanistan. You know, my, my little brother-in-law was in Marsoc, a sniper. He was with the Walking Dead. They spun up the Marine Corps. They went over to they, they, they went over to, to Afghanistan. And I'll never I'll never forget, he came back a changed man. You know, he was a boy when he left. He came back a changed man. And um, he even told my ex-spouse at the time that he didn't want to ever let me know that he cried because he knew I never cried, ever. I was in the SEALs. I was just tough, bad dude. What he didn't know, I was a wreck, you know. But he wanted, he was trying to tell me, he was trying to tell his, his sister, my ex spouse, never to tell me that he was crying and stuff because he came back from Afghanistan. They had a really hard time. In fact, a lot of their group actually killed themselves. My point is, is that I asked him how it was. And he said it was terrible. They, they, he said they, the, the Taliban knew their fire zones. And so they would shoot at them through, you know, from no fire zones. So they literally, if they got shot at from this side, ping, they'd have to go around the bulldozer or whatever they, wherever they were, the hut. And if they got shot from this side, ping, they'd have to move around over here and not even fire. Do you know how insane that is? So let's not start just acting all shock right now about Afghanistan. This has been long overdue, okay? And once you, you know, Colin Powell said, you know, you bomb it, you own it. It's true. It's like that with relations, too. Be careful. You bomb that, you own it. So you, you go in a war zone. You bomb the crap out of everybody. Now you're in a prolonged war. You better have an exit strategy. It better be a very smart one. You don't yank the Band-Aid off, and now you, you just leave all these people destitute and at, at the hand of monsters and killers. Now, on that note, can you imagine? Can you imagine this? Imagine. You know, I always put my mind, my, 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 my mind in the mind frame of the Taliban when I was fighting them overseas in Afghanistan. 
I was there in 2006, 2001, uh, 2005, late five, early seven. And, 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 you know, I was trying to put my mind frame in theirs. And I was like, these guys are warriors. This is no joke. They're not just like these sheep herders. They're out to kill us and they don't care about nothing. That was funny. I was thinking, they, they don't care about nothing. And so, you know, um, you, you know, you put your, yourself in their shoes and think about this. What if a country invaded our country, America, which they had before? But what if a country came and invaded us? How are you going to act? How are you going to act? All you warriors out there are going to stand up for the innocent and fight to the death. Now, I want to give you a very, very specific example. Okay? What I'm talking about. Now, uh, uh, Genghis Khan said, Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. Okay? And then he goes on. And he says, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. So let's hit on strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. It reminds me of my, my brother-in-law, Devin, who they had to literally call for fire. They had to call in support and say, can we fire back? Okay? That's a strategy without tactics. Okay? Now, tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. Now, Sun Tzu knew what he was talking about here. Okay? And, and it reminds me of, of my first time on the polytraumatic ward at James Healy Veterans Hospital. And I was surrounded by these, like, most of them were like Green Berets. And when I was growing up, my dad would rock me in his chair and say, Fighting soldier in the sand. You know, that song, you know, three Green, green Berets out of a hundred will make it today. You know, very hard to get into. And, and, and I, I just like, I idolize these guys because I thought, man, that's what I want to be one day. But later, it transitioned to the SEALs, you know, really taking on that on that position and, and doing their part, the, the men with green faces, the guerrilla warfare. And, and it got to where the Green Berets were put in this strange uh, job mind frame of teaching the Afghanis at ranges and being like a range officer. So a lot of the Green Berets suffered terrible losses because they were teaching the, the, the Afghanis how to shoot, and they would turn and just shoot them at the range, shoot them and kill them all. It's tragic. And a lot of Green Berets died like that. It was tragic mess. And I have so much respect for the Army and Green Berets and Delta Cag and all that, uh, but they're just totally, totally misused and put in a position where they were getting executed at the range. That was not their, their mind. That was not their, their, their position in the war. We, we had Bin Laden years ago. We could have killed. Way before. Everybody was celebrating when Bin Laden died. He was like 90-year-old. He's 90-year-old uh, on dialysis. So, so you know, we could have killed him. Wait, wait. We could have took him out is what I'm saying and then left. You got to have a strategy. You know, you don't go in a country like this and then do that. So that's what I got to say about that. You know, um, if you want to win, uh, if America wants to win a war, we can. Okay? Never, ever, ever think that America can't win wars. Do not think for a second. Do not be uh, disillusioned by the, by the current politics to think that we could not won. 
that just like Vietnam and Afghanistan, it's like, well, we just couldn't do anything. You know, they're just too powerful. No. Great example. There's a place called Camp Holland. Let me ask you a question. What's more scary to you? Is, is a thousand guys coming down a hill, Italian, red coats, drum pipe and fill. You know, the same, the dirt coming up, the dust billowing out, you know, but, but you see them coming down real slow. Is that, is that scary? Or they're even kind of going around or, or is this scary? Four guys, you know, without even armored vest on with Mohawks and they're spread out over a hundred yards coming down the hill with determination. That's terrifying. And that's what the SEALs were in Afghanistan until we got pulled out for a while. My point is, is it was such an embarrassment under the Obama administration, this Camp Holland. They were getting decimated by the Taliban, okay? Because they were, because it's not the Army's fault. It's, it's putting handcuffs on our men. That's the fault in women. It's, it's the handcuffs. So, so you put handcuffs on someone. And then you threaten him, and, and if you do shoot, you're getting prosecuted, persecuted when you go home. Who wants to do that? No country does that. Russia has National Hero Day, where they applaud their men and women for fighting. Men and women. They have, they have some, they, they make our lethal snipers look like a joke. They, they had Russian women snipers. They had 400 plus confirmed kills. That's no joke. That's more than you've ever heard of. That's more than that's more than Chris Kyle. That's more than any American that I know. It's just the facts. Women snipers, Russia, women snipers. You know, they know how to use their talent in, in man and woman power. So what's more scary? Look at the, the movie Last Mohicans. It's a great movie that shows you the devastating effects of guerrilla warfare. And we have that capability in these hunter-killer teams. You know, the, the Camp Holland was a disaster. And, and they were surrounded by the Taliban, and they were just getting jacked up. They weren't able to fight back. So the Obama administration was like, what do we do? And, and the generals were like, we're, our hands are tied. And so they went to the SEAL admiral and said, what do we have to do? He said, you don't have what it takes. You don't have what it takes to win. And they said, we are willing. Just let you have to do what we have to do. He said, pull everyone out, and we're going to send the SEALs in. And the SEALs were in very small teams, and they took care of business, and that's that. And the Taliban were terrified of us. Absolutely terrified. But they were warmongering, crazy, vicious monsters to everybody else. I'll let your imagination go. So we can win, but America has lost the will to fight. America has lost the will to fight. I was at Camp Rhino. I was at Kandahar, Helmand Province, Lash Kagar. I saw them. I saw all the Afghanis with the red hair and blue eyes from Alexander the Great, where he wintered his army. He left. Chinggis Khan left. The British Empire got destroyed by rocks. Because they were walking in valleys, like hammer, hammer, hammer. They were throwing rocks into, into helicopter blades. The helicopters would fly, fly real low in the valleys. They would chuck rocks and just destroy the rotors. 
When I went there, the Russians had put millions of landmines. I can remember being in, in cars and trucks with, with our man dress on. We're trying to blend in with these Velcro man dress so you can go, ah, and, and then you have your weapon that you can pull up. They know you're, and we dye our hair black and beer black and stuff, you know, and when it wasn't cool, and, and then they, they, it's like, they're like, why is that American dying his beard and his hair black? They know. We've been, every country has tried to go in and gone in there. How arrogant for a country to try to go in somewhere and try to establish a centralized government with our Western ways into a people that have been doing what they want to do and how they do it for thousands of years. It's not going to work. It all comes down to intelligence and the power of communication. The power of a SEAL team is not in the six guys with, with pea shooters. Yes, that's awesome and everything. It can, and it can, we can sustain a fight and break contact and, and destroy some stuff. But in the very end, it's the comms guy. He's got all the power. That guy with the radio, radio, he has all the power. It's like a god there. You know, he, he has the power to, to rain down fire, you know. But he's got to be allowed to do so. And America has simply lost the will to fight. And it is extremely tragic. I don't even know what to, to say about this subject. Uh, it's, it's just really sad. If you're just coming aboard, go to tellmystory.io. We're going to be sharing all kinds of different stories from wounded veterans to a gentleman that shot himself in the heart and lived um, because he was devastated, an Army veteran. I hit on a video today, you know. Uh, I knew an operator that was was had his hand like this, and he was he was he was at a post, and he was so concerned about an, a, a girlfriend and all the drama she was causing there. I don't know the details, but he was so concerned about her, and it it made him just obsess about this. And this is important. I want you to listen to this. If you hear anything else, hear me now. He's sitting there, and he has this this hand right here on his mouth, covering his mouth, and he's, he's sad, and he's talking about this. And a sniper round went through his hand and through his mouth and the back, out of the back of his head. When somebody gets hit with a, with a bullet like that through the central nerve system, the medulla oblongata, uh, they drop. It's like uh, there's a puppet with strings, and you just cut the strings. And the, and the person just, they don't fly back. No, they just drop. And that's what happened to him. Plus the subsonic crack of the high velocity round going past. Substitute. My point is, is stop thinking about things that you do not have any control over and start living your life. Start, start, start living in the present. This is the day the Lord has made. I choose to walk in the land of the living and not the dead. And you can too. It's that easy. Don't forget, please, if you're watching right now, I, I, I was trying to think, okay, yeah, that's what it is. Touch the bell. All you have to do on your TikTok, it's real easy. Uh, touch the bell next to me. You know, that little bell thing. Don't ring it. If you ring it, that means you quit. And the seals, that's the worst thing you could do. You don't ever ring the bell. 
but but touch it, just tap it. Don't 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 ring it, but just touch that little bell, and, and it'll alert you for all these uh, wonderful live casts with Jimmy Watson. So let's let's get some let's get some. What's the whole purpose of live? It's to interact. It, it's not to hear somebody talk the whole time. I'm sorry if I went on rant. I just had to say that about Afghanistan. My my heart is so deeply moved and touched uh, to just, you know, call out and cry out for these poor people in Afghanistan. I heard they're going to be offered amnesty from the Taliban. I hope so. Um, uh, you know, this is what happens. You bomb it, you own it. You know, are we that surprised? We should have had an exit strategy. You never. The general... In his temple, heirs the victory. Meaning, in his temple, he heirs the victory. He he thinks, he consolidates all his wise counsel, and he thinks. Marcus Aurelius would, would just think for a long time on such a, a critical and potentially devastating, and economically devastating, uh, and physical de physically devastating to, to human lives, with repercussions for hundreds of years. Before you make a decision, we need new generals. We need really smart men and women to stand up at such a time as this and take hold of the reins of America, or we will lose all, without a shadow of a doubt. I saw this coming years ago. I've seen this coming years ago. My first deployment was on the USS Tarwa. I'll never forget it. We were like 20 or 30 miles off the coast of, of the Yemen Harbor, uh, of the Aden uh, Harbor there. Uh, if you don't know about the, the USS Cole bombing, it was a major terrorist attack in 2000, before 9-11. We were allowing our destroyers, our USS destroyers, to park in the, in the, in the, in the Yemenis Harbor, okay, the, you know, to fuel. They had to refuel. That's one thing. But to allow them, allow the Yemenis people, one of the most infiltrated terrorist hot nest besides Somalia, that's a whole other subject, uh, we were allowing them to take tours on a USS destroyer. They mapped it out over the period of two years on these great, wonderful tours, like you're, you're going to the Missouri or something in, in, in San Diego. They mapped it off. They, they figured out where the chow hall was. Where all the sailors congregated at noon, and right at noon, they hit that thing with a tugboat. The last thing they saw was the guy saluting, you know, like one of these. I don't know what he was doing, but he was doing some kind of weird salute to terrorists on the bow of the ship as it just goes, the refueling boat. And when it hit that USS Cole, boom, it blew, boom, a massive hole. A lot of the sailors that were in the USS Cole were locked out in sheer panic. Because when, when a ship is sinking and it's all compartmentalized, so one of the number one things you do in quarters, general quarters, general quarters, general quarters, you lock out all the doors. A lot of people drown, men and women. We got there. We saved them off the – they were freaked out. They were like this with all the guns, man. But it, the damage was done. A massive crater's hole. Okay? Why don't we ever talk about the USS Cole? We never did one thing. I was so disappointed. Because that was my first time to smell death. That was my first time. We spent a long time recovering bodies, what was left of them, in sacks. And, and uh, put them in freezer trucks on, on the shore. 
And then when we left with the big American flag, the Blue Marlin, this huge ship came in and went underneath the USS Cole, picked it up, and then we and then we came at, we we pulled out with USS Cole on there, a big recovery, Blue Marlin ship. And, and they were playing their terrorist song in all their terrorist dra uh, drab with their big swords and marching and, and partying on the shore, waving us by, like, get out of here, see what happens. And so, and so we, so you want to know what happened. You want to know why 9-11 happened? It's because we allowed 9-11 to happen. When you do not do anything to the bully who'd smack you or like hit your books out of your hands, the, 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 on Monday, on Tuesday, the bully, what does he do? He smacks you in the face. On Wednesday, he beats the living tar out of you. And for the rest of the school year and your entire time in, your life is hell. Because you didn't stop him the first time he hit the books out of your hand. And the first time the enemy hit the books out of America's hand, you know, in this generation, I'm not talking about Pearl Harbor, because, you know, but was, was the USS Cole. But nobody mentions the USS Cole. I was there. I saw the carnage. We did nothing. They said the USS Tarawa, the ship that I was on, the carrier, smelled like death for like two years. Couldn't even eat chow on the thing. Man, America needs to wake up. Or we are doomed. Yes, doomed to fail. And anybody who's saying anything different is wrong. Is well, if you, you don't realize that, you just you, you just you're what you're sleeping. You're sleeping. And I don't know if it's your fault or not. It's not. It's 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 a uh, it's 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 gone out of control. But there is hope. There is hope when we stand together as one nation under God. We turn our hearts hearts to God, our mighty warrior hearts. Get yourself a mohawk. Just kidding. It doesn't matter. But it's more intimidating in Afghanistan going down that hill with those three other homeboys. Anyways, what do you guys got for me? That's what I got today. I, I thought I'd hit on that. What all y'all what have? What's going on? Maybe I want to talk about Afghanistan. What do y'all want to talk about? Just blast my phone. Let's plug that bad boy in. I got to hold you for a second. I'm going to hold all y'all, okay? I'm going to hold you right now because it's a bad time. Touch point. Touch point. God and children will unite us. We have got Mohawks. Yes, people are yelling Mohawks. People are yelling checkpoint. You guys and girls are awesome. You guys, I love y'all all. Uh, if you're just joining, I really appreciate you. If you if you haven't, click that bell. Don't ring the bell. Navy SEALs don't ring the bell, but click that little bell. And you'll get a, my alerts for live, the, uh, the live show, the live Jimmy Watson podcast.com. Go to tellmystory.io. Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. I don't understand. Starfish says, I do not. Starfish, it's great to see you as always. I don't understand why China is backing them now all of a sudden. That should alert people. You know, Starfish, you're exactly right. What should alert everybody right now, okay? What's up, brother? Jimmy, in all caps. I love it when people say Jimmy. If you say Jimmy in all caps, you're, you're getting a shout out. 
Now, uh, listen, it's, it's very scary because everything in your house is made by China. They own us now. It's been the, the, the probably the most incredible surreptitious infiltration uh, that America has ever undergone. It's un, in, in between our noses. You all know what happened. And, and what's scary, and one of the biggest tricks of the enemy is to is to ask you to focus your attention on something else. I'm not going to say it, but focus yourself on something else while the big devastating effect is going on over here. In college, I took a class. It was war, peace and war, war and peace. Who cares? It was one of those, it was two of those words, war and peace. And, and, they, and the professor defined these two different types of people in America. You, you're the hawks or you're the dove, okay? Now, I'll, I'll let you figure which one's the hawk and which one's the dove. But, but here's, my, here's my point. I thought about it for a while, and I thought, you know, I thought, what happens when the hawk and the dove begin to fight each other in the air and squabble and squabble and squabble and squabble? Well, one day, a big, great eagle comes by and swoops down and snatches one of them because they were too busy and too focused on each other, fighting each other. And that's what's happening here in America. We're so busy fighting each other that you don't realize your cup, your soap, your mic, this Navy SEAL flag that has a misspelling on it was made in China. This is a statement. It's supposed to say states, plural, not United States Navy SEAL. But it was made in China. Is that my fault? I'm not ordering another flag for you. I love you too. Thank you for saying that. God, I have you as a guest on my podcast, brother. Send me an email. Go to tellmystory.io. I'll do a podcast if you're a two-year-old with crayons talking about Jesus. Or I'll do a podcast with Joe Rogan, uh, Clint Eastwood. Who else is doing podcasts right now? Um, Sylvester Stallone and Steven Stegall, the cook, the, the Navy SEAL cook. And I'll tell you, Charlie uh, Charlie Sheen as well, one of my favorites. All right. This person says, stop, damn, stop buying it. I assume you're saying stop buying stuff from China. Well, you'd starve to death, and you couldn't even live in your house. Your whole house right now is made from China. Because you made that comment, I need you to go live outside tonight. Try to find a tent. You're not going to find one. because. So you can't stay in that based on your comment. So now, with all due respect, I need you to get your blankie from the, when you were two years old. And I need you to go out there. I know you have it still. Get it out from under your bed and go out and sleep under the stars. Because everything you have is made in China. You may have to make an exception. Your blankie is probably made out of China stuff. So you may have to make an exception or you'll freeze to death. I don't know what you're going to do now. You know, I've never watched Joe Rogan, and I've never watched really anybody. And uh, thank you for saying that. It's, uh, this person says, you and Rogan would be great together. He sounds cool. I saw him one time. He was alone. And uh, I was alone. And we were in this nice steakhouse. I was doing well in life. I thought I was. And it was in Las Vegas. And he was all alone, and I was all alone. And I'll never forget that. 
And uh, not saying that he was miserable, but I was at the time. And I couldn't help but think that we were kind of similar in that aspect. I'm not saying I'm Joe Rogan. I'm just saying we, that, that I remember that. Of course, he didn't know me, but I knew him. And, of course, I didn't go there. And, you know, uh, I'm just not like that. Uh, well, uh, Random Venture, I'll do a podcast with you. Well, please, Random Venture, send your email to me. Send the request, and we'll do a podcast together. A lot of people here, um, Gallagher Steakhouse, maybe that was it. It was a steakhouse in the uh, in a casino. I mean, it was Vegas, right? But it was really strange. It was a nice place. And I'll never forget, I was alone in there, and Rogan was sitting fairly close. And we were both alone. Uh, he never looked at me, and I just glanced at him, but I knew it was obvious. And I didn't look at him probably again because it was, it was ridiculous. Who cares? Scariest mission you have ever been on. Go to Tell My Story. Go to uh, tellmystory.io and you'll see very scary things that I've done. New York, New York, New York. Random venture. I love you too. My man. My man. Hey, everyone. I was just there in Vegas. I wish I was in Vegas. I wish, you know, I see a lot of Stacy's, um, Stacy's on here a lot. And I, you know, every day I see her, uh, um, the things that she creates. And I am just absolutely 100% impressed by her, um, by her, um, what do you call it, TikTok channel? You ought to see this stuff. It reminds me, if you want to see where all I've been in this life, go to Stacy's channel. And she's edited this stuff, these, these different places where you can, where you can travel one day. And I just go there in my mind. I'm on house arrest. And between Touchpoint all day. Touch point, touch point. Hey, we're having all kinds of shirts come in. Uh, we're going to be having a, a, a I, we, you know, today we've been working on uh, several different shirt designs, and they're really cool. Uh, and I, I really am enjoying that uh, to to work with uh, Reese Irish on this. Uh, Gallagher's is in New York Casino, and it's amazing. I think that was it, sweetheart. I think that was it. What is TellMyStory.io? Well, if you smash all those words together, tellmystory.io, then you will have a smashing great hit uh, on the website. Go to the website, brother. Thank you for, for your response. And um, Jimmy, thank you. You're very passionate. Go to tellmystory.io and you can find all the details. We're going to start having shirts up there. Um, uh, this person said, careful, Jimmy. Stacy's boyfriend is going to purple work somebody. Man, that's a pretty hardcore statement because purple work in somebody is like a very, very, very bad thing. You, if you don't get the joke, I get it. Purple work was a very unfortunate person that came on board here. He was a troll, okay? Maybe probably just a bot. He's an AI bot that will remember me one day in the, the last of the Terminator and kill me. But, but uh, yeah, getting purple work is not fun. And I, I hope Stacy doesn't have a, a boyfriend that would purple work me i'm i am simply being a nice guy here and, and showing people you know it's got to be turned south by somebody it's really sad okay anyways um you know um what else we got thanks man for your good words and motivation your buzz story is getting me through camp that's great i have a lot of uh, stories i, I kind of wanted to stay focused on um 
on Afghanistan tonight and that tragedy. Look, I'm not one of these persons that just jumps on board and start criticizing leaders and stuff, but you don't pull the Band-Aid off, okay? You just don't rip it off in this situation because so many innocents are going to be hurt. Stacy, somebody says Stacy's very single. Stacy said Stacy's very single. Well, then I guess I'm not going to get purple work, am I? There. Who said, who wants some purple work now? Yeah, that's what I thought. You see? I knew I had good judgment. Yeah. You know, I'm intimate with a lot of y'all. Uh, I mean that in the most masculine way, uh, unless you're uh, not a male. That's a joke. John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, Doc Holliday. Purple Work was here five minutes ago. I think he's gone. I bet he's gone. Jeez. I like Purple Work, though. He's going uh, to make us all rich. He's going to make us millions of dollars with his Purple Working. It's a dance. Um, I've already worked on some lyrics here. There's a lot going on. What else we got? What, what's, what's some topics that everybody wants to hear about so we can start going on here? You know, I'm, I'm on a live podcast, uh, and we're going to get our stuff together to where it's actually like stories and stuff. But right now, we're just doing what we do. Um, also, um, we're offering, uh, I want I want everybody, especially people that have been with me uh, in this last few weeks and this big following, so I want everybody to have everything free. I want everybody to be able to get on the channel, YouTube free. Uh, we will start charging, but not, not now and not for a, a while because I want everybody to be able to flood in there and, and subscribe to YouTube and, and, and get those workouts free. Get those workouts for free. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to charge $2. Because I will, I'll charge a dollar. I may charge you $2. And I'm suffering. Suffering in silence, but I'm suffering for you. I'm suffering through these heinous warrior workouts just for you. Drinking my Mickey Mouse uh, cup. I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get hired by Mickey Mouse. I figure if I get one sponsor, I figure if I get one sponsor, you know, I don't know who would do it, but uh, if I could get one one big sponsor that rhymes with Disney World, then I wouldn't have to um, haggle anybody for any money anymore. That way I can be free and squeezy and breezy and cheesy and go to places like Stacy puts up on her channel. Like Stacy puts up on her channel. It doesn't necessarily mean I said with Stacy. So she has a boyfriend that's going to. Smoke me, purple work, smoke me. As you can tell, I'm concerned about all these things. Let me tell you a story about Disney World, and then I gotta go. I hope I don't think I'm gonna get sponsored after this one. All right. However, do you know about and check it out? I can't just make this up on fly. Do you know about the Disney uh the Disneyland breakfast for kids? You get Mickey Mouse pancakes, which I know how to do. It kind of looks like he got hit by napalm afterwards. But, but you know, I can do it for kids. Not that I, I want to do the Mickey Mouse pancakes for your kids. I'm just saying um, I know how to make them. But because I went to this Disneyland uh, breakfast. Now, the Disneyland breakfast is not so bad because Snow White is there, Cinderella, all my ex-girlfriends, you know. But we're there. I'm, I'm there in between my Afghanistan trips with Blackwater, and, and, I, and I'm on leave. I just want to be left alone. I'm tired. I'm sunburned from the 140-degree weather, all that stuff in Baghdad. You know, but I just want to chill. I don't want to go to Mickey Mouse uh, pancake breakfast. But my mom is like, Jimmy, you have to go. 
You have to support your niece, your daughter. She's like your daughter. And, and you have to go to Disneyland and do this Disneyland breakfast. I said, I'll go to Disneyland. But I just don't want to get wet. I don't want to get water on me from that stupid log ride. Just kidding. That's pretty cool, log ride. And, and, but I don't like getting wet. You know, I don't like getting water. I'm like, yeah, shh, you know. And, 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 I, and I don't want to go to the Disneyland breakfast unless Snow White leaves me her number. Now, this is the old man. This, this man doesn't exist now. But, but I was, I'm a man, right? I'm just a man. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Just a dude, man. Come on. Anyways, I finally agreed to go to the Disneyland Snow White uh, Pinocchio breath, breakfast. Not a real fan of Pinocchio for several reasons, as you probably can see. But, but I'm there and uh, uh, sitting there at the dinner. I got, I got a backwards hat on trying to be cool, you know, whatever. And I'm just like minding my own business. And maybe y'all could research this, but some fox comes around. And I'll just say he had a long nose. He's got a big cone for a nose, not like a short nose, but he's like the big red fox. And he comes over and he grabs my hat and just runs. And that wasn't so offensive, but my hair was real crazy at the time along. And, you know, I got my golden locks, you know, trying to be cool. And it's like messing me up. And I'm tired. I probably was sneaking drinks at the Pirate Island or whatever. And uh, the night before, so I'm a little hungover. You know, it's just not a good spot. And uh, so this fox, it would have been okay. But the fox doesn't, doesn't come back and, and give my hat back. And I'm just like, yo, give me my hat back. You know what I'm saying? And my mom and my dad are like, son, son no, no, don't do anything. Calm down. Calm down. He'll bring the, he'll bring the hat back. We promise. And I'm like, oh, all right. All right. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. And, and I, but I can't help but notice the fox. He, he's leaning. He's leaning against this bridge, this half bridge, about, you know, 50 yards away. Way down the thing. And he's just twirling my hat like this. Taunting. He's taunting the Texas tornado. And, uh, you know, where I come from in the south, in Texas, you just don't steal a man's hat and go twirl it in front of him, you know, uh, for too long without some kind of repercussion. And so finally, I just can't take it no more. And so I'm just like, all right. And they're like, Jimmy, please, no, not again. And, and my, my niece is like, oh, no. And like covers her eyes, you know. And, and I was like, man. So I put my fork down. I put my spoon down. My Mickey Mouse pancakes are drenched with syrup and butter, and I and I I'm so I'm so sad because all I want to do is eat my breakfast, but now I got to go mitigate. Is everybody still there? Because this is a good story, and I swear it just froze up. I, I'm not I'm not continuing on unless you're on. Is everybody there? Okay. So I get up, and I'm like, yo, I go over there. He's twirling my hat around like this. And I'm like, all right. So, so I go over to this fox, and he's still twirling around like this. And I go there, and I said, yo, man. I said, hey, bro. Uh, I said, give me my hat, man. And he's like, he's like do, 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 come and take it. I said, listen, bro. I said, man, I, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask one, I'm gonna ask one more time to give my hat. And I could see his face through this screen. And so 
I may have done something that rhymes with uh, a knee. It rhymes with me. I don't know what that means to you, but it rhymes with a knee. Uh, that doubled the fox over. Uh, and uh, he said a slew of cuss words that I didn't know Disney characters uh, cussed like that. And I was like, this guy needs to be fired immediately for cussing like that. He was throwing down some nasty F-bombs and stuff. And you just don't do that around children. And so I think he should have been fired for that. Uh, but he, he let out some nasty cuss words. I got my hat back. It didn't touch the ground. I caught the hat, you know. And then, uh, and I don't know why, but I just I just went back real cool, sat down, took a little beer. I said, everything is fine. Nothing happened. Continue eating. And the show went on. And we had a wonderful, wonderful in Disneyland. Next. Yes, I'm, we're, we're going to be getting um, all kinds of stuff, apparel and everything. Hey, everybody, this hour is coming to a close. I really hope you had a wonderful time. You know, Stacy Scoggins, she says, <laughs> Stacy, she said, how, how do your parents describe you? Uh, you know, my, my middle name means wild man. And so my mom just said, wild man. And I like that. It's better than Charlie Sheen. You know, what the heck did I do? Okay, right here. I, I think I just lost the, the whole, uh, I think I just, I think I just lost the, the, the Disney contract in that story. We, we got to find something else. So, well, um, how did my parents describe me? They, they describe me as wild, wild man. You know, they're cool though. They know, how, they know what's up. They know I mean well and that I'm trying to bring the American people together, okay? Some of y'all think I'm trying to hook up with Stacy. I'm not. I'm not like that. I, I, I'm just trying to bring America together. It's not sharemystory.io. Rogue Patriot 45, thank you for that. It's actually tellmystory.io. Tellmystory.io. And if you're just joining, thank you. For just clicking that little bell because it's going to alert you. So go on your little TikTok uh, at Mighty Warrior 2021 and just click on that little button, uh, that bell. You don't have to ring it. Just click on that bell. It's going to give you alerts when I come on, and that's all you have to do. Uh, and uh, remember to go to tellmystory.io and it's forward slash shop for the new T-shirt. I'm not aware that we have the new t-shirt yet, but maybe we do, and Reese is telling me that we do. If we already have a t-shirt, maybe they're pre-ordered or whatever. Anyways, we promise that you'll get you'll get them. You know, you would never get the t-shirt if I was boxing them up and sending them to you. I'd get like two or three out and then get distracted. So we're having a professional company do all that. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to make this big profit, so I just want everybody to have a t-shirt, you know? So if we can clear the, the amount that it took to... to uh, to make them, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm happy about that. Hi, how are you doing? Holy Crusader. I like that. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you, too. Blue Dragonfly. Let's get some wonderful shout-outs going, and I will go ahead and leave you be for the night. How about that? This shit is amazing. I don't. I try not to cuss, man. I had a sailor's mouth for years, and but I, I just want to... Uh, uh, but sometimes you got to say what you got to say. So I'm, I'm repeating what Mr. Potato Head said, which is one of my favorite guys here, uh, him and Big Daddy. This 
Shit is amazing, he says. Thank you. Bless you. Hi, Jimmy. What else we got? Nine, we got 100 new messages coming in. By the second. That's like a, a cyclic rate of an M60 machine gun. That's how many messages are coming in. Hey, if you want to join the train, you ain't too late. Chadbury, I know you're listening. Everybody here. Breeze, one of my favorite fans. He was my only fan for many years. And what a testimony he has. Uh, uh, this person asks, what's the page? Just go to tellmystory.io. Tellmystory.io. And the shirts are available. You can go to tell. Wow. Wow. And you got to check these shirts out. Hey, check it out. Do I look like I'm lame? Do I look like I like I like walk around in some flimsy, flimsy uh, uh, thrift, thrift store clothes? Okay, yes, this is a thrift store clothes. I, I didn't run cross country Siri Hill. I just cut all the shirts. Go to thrift stores. If you go to a, a thrift store and get a real nice soft shirt, and then just cut off the sleeves, you can be like me. And, and but better yet, just go to my website, tellmystory.io, and get a T-shirt that we just created today. This thing is cool. You know, like I always love like, Gallagher shirts, and like they got a, they got a flag, and they got like this picture. And there's this really attractive guy on this T-shirt that we got here. Uh, he had not beat up uh, the fox at, at Disneyland for, for his hat back. But he started it, and it rhymed with a knee. I'm just telling you, it rhymed with a knee. I'm not saying I did anything to anybody, especially at Disneyland, especially to the fox. If it was, if it was Mickey Mouse, I can understand the electric chair. 100%. That's execution, life in prison. But but when we're talking about uh, the no-name fox that that is just blasting out the F-bomb in front of your kids for no reason, well, I mean, maybe a reason. He got meat or whatever. I mean, by this guy with crazy mohawk, you know? This person says, Igor. Which which Disney character do y'all like? Can we, can we finish up on that? Can everybody yell out? I, hey, see? I'm interacting with you right now. I'm trying to be intimate in the most masculine way possible with you. So check it out. Tell me right now. Hey, you want a touch point shirt? Go to the website and order them. Go to the website and order a touch point t-shirt. Now, I've seen t-shirts for 30 bucks. I was hoping we could get this thing to $7, and BZ said, you're going to go broke. You're going to go bankrupt again. I said, Banker began, but, but, but that's like six times. And he's like, well, well it'll be the seventh time if you, if you sell them for anything uh, less than $27. I said, okay. Touch point. Touch point. Touch point. Go there. Now, Big Daddy, I don't want you buying anything. Obviously, I'm going to send you some shirts. Which Big Daddy sent me some free shirts. Um, Dima, of course, guy ain't got to pay for nothing. Stacey, you know, you know the deal. All right. Future for, for, for U.S. after recent events. The future for the U.S is doomsday. I am defining reality for you today, tonight. Is that if we do not come together, black, white, Asian, Native American, yellow, black, red, whatever, whoever you are, man, we better get it together. We are an absolutely mixed up culture. Who cares about black? Who cares about white? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Like, like we squabbling. The doves and the hawks are, are, are the dove and the hawk is squabbling 
But there's a shadow coming over, and it's not a cloud to give you shade. It's an eagle, and that eagle is going to come down and yank us apart because the hawks and the doves are fighting. So whoever you are, a dove or a hawk, you know, stop focusing on such a negative aspect and start focusing on uh, positive leadership and positive leaders. When we start focusing on positive warrior leaders with mohawks and, and red t-shirts to say Cedar, uh, Cedar Hill, then, then we're going to be okay. That's a joke. But, but, but we, need, we need leadership. We need warriors. We need mighty leadership. We need uh, men and women that are they're super intellectuals that, that can run our country and, and that, that can lead the way. This is a terrifying. Where, where are the Washingtons, the George Washingtons, the Thomas Jeffersons, whether you think that he, whatever, like we need the founding father type mentality if we want to keep our, our, um, our nation uh, safe. And it's going to take an incredible, incredible movement an incredible, majestic, from sea to shining sea movement for us to come together and realize what's at stake here. Russia and China are laughing their you-know-what's off. I have been a part of this, people. I have been a part of this system for a long time. And I know I saw it coming from a long ways off. Let me tell you something. What owner of a sheep herd would go out and kill their best guard dogs? What owner would go and do that? And that's what has happened to America. Is the owner has gone out and killed off or locked up and locked away the best of the best guard dogs. No wonder we have such PTSD. My PTSD never came from war. It came from the persecution and prosecution of that war. And that's the rest of the story tonight. Anybody have any last shout outs? Go to tellmystory.io. I promise you these podcasts are going to get better and better. Um, we have so much uh, to talk about. We have so many things to do. And uh, all my love and respect for you tonight. And uh, any more questions or, or, or topics, there's a lot of messages. A lot of messages. And uh, much respect to you, Shadowberry. Thank you. Uh, Yellow. Break bullion, touch point, Nick, touch point, David, much respect. Big Daddy, I'm happy for you. Thank you, sir. The show went on. That's right, Starfish. Crystal, as I, I always, a great, um, as, as always, great to catch your lives. Thank you. Uh, with your hat on. Thank you very much. Uh, this person, nice job, said loser. Thank you so much for that. Uh, let me repeat it. They said loser. I, Thank you. God bless you so much for saying that. Stacy, I love it. I love you. Guys, come on, man. Let me out here. Future for the USA. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Igor. This person said Igor. Igor, Igor would have been hard to uh, need, but I didn't need anyone. I'm just saying he would have been hard to need in, in that situation because you don't want to hurt him that bad. Um, 
uh, not for taking your hat. I watched Contraland. It was very good. Did you like working on that project? Uh, Pia, thank you so much for that question. Um, I was actually um, I was uh, actually supposed to be in it quite a bit more. We're working on a new documentary now, or we were before a lot of things happened in America, the COVID thing, but we had shot a lot of it in Nashville. It was a, a documentary raising the awareness of human trafficking and, and actually sex trafficking in America. What a devastating thing. I've been trying, I've been spearheading that for a while. I really enjoyed Contraland. Uh, it was great to, to go out to the to really bad areas and do work. Uh, I was doing a, uh, I was uh, rescuing children in San Diego County uh, from cartels when I got out of the SEAL teams with a bunch of former SEALs with Saved in America. If you don't know who they are, check them out. They're awesome. They're a lot like Underground Railroad, but in America. Uh, really great stuff. Great question. Thank you for that. Man, I found that thing. Oh, I got your bell, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, about that little bell, the only way I can describe it is a little bitty bell next to your, it's like a little bell icon on your TikTok. And if you ain't got TikTok, go to TikTok. Go to Mighty Warrior 2021 and check it out. Go to that bell. Hit that little bell and you're going to get all the updates and you'll start getting notifications. So when I come on, it's going to go. Touch point. It's even going to yell out. It's going to go touch point. Okay. Reese Irish says the shirts are available. Let's just stay on. Let's just love each other right now. Let's do a little pillow talk like me and Big Daddy did the other night. But it was in the most respectful way. Bro, Bro McPhee interview today. You were in the background. Igor pizza delivery. <laughs> That's so funny. There's a lot of footage out there with me and uh, Mr. John McPhee. Uh, the late John McAfee, if you believe he's dead, and, and the, the present John McAfee, if you believe he's still alive. Uh, and uh, his spirit is alive, isn't it? Thank you for your service, brother. You are the man. Keep cool, brother. Thank you so much for you. Uh, thoughts on collateral damage in Afghanistan? Um, the, 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 the collateral damage is ineffable. And ineffable, as you all know, means indescribable. There is an actual word, which is kind of like, I, I, I've tried to process a long time, is how can there be a word for indescribable? Is it indescribable? Indescribable? But there's an actual word. It, it's, 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 uh, it's ineffable. And that actually means indescribable. But that's kind of a uh, kind of dichotomy, dichotomous situation. But yes, ineffable. So collateral damage is absolutely ineffable. It, it, it's it's untold. You know, the aftermath of war, the effects that are happening right now is absolutely terrible. What language did you have to learn in the SEALs? Well, French. I was supposed to learn French. But this is what I did. Every time she started speaking, I just did this. I don't play that game. I just I put my head on the wall like this. This is me in French class. Because it was total, it was total, what do you call it, submersion? I don't know. I, you know, 40, you know, I was 30 years old. You don't put a 30-year-old in French class. I'm trying to be a Navy SEAL up in here. I ain't trying to speak French to my homeboys. And I sure ain't trying to French kiss them either. Dang. Why do people always accuse me of that? Anyway, Jimmy, you are the man. You are the man, too. Stacy, what's up? Pia, Pia, I know it's funny, huh? That's a great question, though. 
a lot of my buddies pick like Tagalog, Russian, all this other stuff. I said, bro, I'm going to French, homie, because French has got to be easy peasy. Big mistake. French is hard. There's French is real hard. I got a I got a one though. I got paid for it because because um everybody else was stressing and studying and stuff. I said, man, I got Google French, man, translation. And uh I just marked C down on the test, C for everything, and they gave me a, a, a one on the test, which is you get paid for it. And everybody else got zeros because they were studying. I said, man, wait, why are you trying to speak French in three months, bro? You ain't gonna be speaking no French, bro. Man, I got my own language anyways, as you know. I've got my own language I speak. Saw the Clemson gear in, in from Six Mile. Hey, buddy. Lions Cup Jedi. I'm a Jedi. That's right. I don't know if you're saying that, but the other guy thought I was a loser. Thank you for saying Jedi. That's way better. Mr. Potato Head, you think about Prince Andrew? Who is Prince Andrew? Who is he? And why did he do it? And who is it? My girl would say, well, who is he and why he do it? It's like, you mean why did he do that? My gosh, my Lord. Touch point, touch point, touch point, touch point. And uh, you could probably end the live podcast piece about right now. <laughs> People are like, who, who does a podcast like that? You know what I mean? But we ain't in it. We ain't in this. Simplify, brother. Who's up right now? Who wants to stay up with me? Stacy. Oh, oh, my gosh. I don't even. What's up? All right. Literally, you speak intelligent from school or self-taught. Doc, your name is intelligent. If you would have capitalized it. Just kidding. You know, uh, I. If I speak intelligent, I saw this. Uh